Voice of the Black and Amber, Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. Chadwick's sponsoring the Sunday evening talk sport on CRKC 88.7 FM. St. Canis's Credit Union Senior Hurling County Final. O'Loughlin Gales, 20 points. Ballyhale Shamrocks, 19 points. A fifth county title is winging its way on the short journey from Nolan Park to St. John's Park as O'Loughlin's got the better of five in a row and brilliant champions Ballyhale Shamrocks in a fascinating battle in Nolan Park today. A game which enthralled the crowd from beginning to end with never more than three points between the teams was a brilliant finish to a great county championship. Built on a great defensive display from all 15 players, but in particular their county men at the back. Hugh Lawler, Paddy Deegan and Mikey Butler were outstanding all through, marking difficult opponents. And this was the foundation for their win. O'Loughlin started well and led by four points to no score after eight minutes. A Sean Budger point from close range, two Mark Bergen frees and a Paddy Deegan monster from 100 yards were the scorers. Four points to nil with eight minutes gone. Then the Shamrocks got their first score. TJ Reid brilliantly setting up the onrushing wing-back Evelyn Shefflin who pointed on his left from 50 yards out. TJ followed that up with one from play but in fairness to Lachlan's they responded well. Jack Nolan with a point to settle the nerves and after 12 minutes O'Loughlin's led by five points to two. Owen Cody with an outstanding point from the sideline narrowed the gap, but Jack Nolan got his second, soloing through the middle and pointing off his left, off the hurl. Six points to three after 14 minutes. Cody and TJ Reid got two in a row for the Shamrocks as they narrowed the gap back to the minimum. But as they did all day, O'Loughlin's responded well. Mark Bergen with two excellent scores from play from 50 yards out. Seven points to five after 20 minutes. TJ with a free again narrowed the gap back, but once again Bergen responded with a free. And the two players traded scores uh, from here to the 28th minute. TJ with two frees and Mark Bergen with one. Nine points to eight in favour of the Shamrocks two minutes before half time. Two excellent scores from play from Adrian Mullen, the first one in particular on the left, out on the left wing. Uh, saw us level at half time as Mark Bergen had a free for all Auckland's. Ten points apiece, nothing separating the two teams at half time. 
Shamrock started on fire in the second half. Owen Cody getting another point to put them in front for the first time in the match. But once again, O'Loughlin's responded well. Connor Heary with an excellent score. TJ and Mark Bergen again traded freeze in the 34th minute before Bergen got his third point from play. An excellent score off his left. 13 points to 12 in favour of O'Loughlin's six minutes into the second half. The lively Owen Keneally got a point for the Shamrocks to level the score, but once again O'Loughlin's nudged back in front. Owen Wall with an excellent score off the hurl, having ran through the middle from 50 yards out, driving it over the bar from 25 yards out. The brilliant TJ Reid responded with a brilliant point from play, and after 10 minutes of the second half we were level yet again, 14 points apiece. Shortly after this, Dean Mason in the goal for Shamrocks made a brilliant save from Sean Bulger. Bulger shooting from a tight angle. Mason had rushed out to smother the shot. And it, it, even at that point, it felt that a goal would have been a crucial score. But in fairness to Mason, he, present, he prevented it, even though Mark Bergen pointed the result in 65. Connor Welch drove the Shamrocks back level with a good score following a pass from TJ. And then TJ with two frees put Ballyhale Shamrocks two points up with 10 minutes to go, 17 points to 15. A lot of people were wondering would the Shamrocks stretch it out or Lachlan's weren't having any of it. Substitute Connor Kelly worked an excellent short line ball routine with Mark Bergen, took the hand pass back from Bergen and nailed it from out in the sideline 50 yards out to leave just a point between it. Colin Finley then got the first of his two points in the 51st minute, but yet again O'Loughlin's responded. Mark Bergen with a free, and Luke Hogan with a good score with four minutes to go, has it all square at 18 points apiece. Colin Finley off his left-hand side put the Shamrocks back in front, 19-18 with three minutes to go. But from here, O'Loughlin's threw off the shackles and drove on to a famous win. Wing-back David Fogarty showed nerves of steel, having dropped the shot short and hit the post with another one. He took on a third shot and made no mistake, drilling it straight over the bar to equalise. And it was the brilliant Paddy Deegan, who has done all, all the, as he has always done for his O'Loughlin Gales career, driving his men forward, up from his centre-back position to shoot over the bar from 50 yards out on the left wing for the winning score. The final score, O'Loughlin Gales, 20 points, Ballyhale Shamrocks. 19 points. And our thanks to Kieran Omel Downey there. Now a little glitch in the system there meant that you didn't get the introduction there you just had the signature tune but we send our congratulations to Lachlan Gales as I did say but wasn't being broadcast the fireworks are going off down there now we can hear them here in the studio so why wouldn't they be and an intriguing game and both teams deserve enormous credit Lachlan's waiting 7 years for victory and they finally got it. The leadership of Brian Hogan I suspect was a lot to do with it. We'll hear what these various people involved with the team have to say but we must say to Ballyhale Shamrock incredible champions they were heading for six in a row and almost got it they put in an outstanding performance and it was just a puck of a ball that's all that separated them from victory today so we say well done to them they have been marvellous ambassadors for Kilkenny Hurling in the county and outside the county and that mantle now is passed on to a Lachlan Gales we won't even talk about club championships at this stage it would be wrong just let them enjoy the evening in the next couple of days which I've no doubt that they, they certainly will enjoy but we do want to uh, remember the Shamrocks for the great championship they were and the, uh, the I must say as far as we were concerned here in Community Radical Kennedy City they could never have been more uh, more helpful to us in terms of uh, chatting before and after games and we do very much appreciate that but look the kudos this evening arrest down the road here uh, in uh, St John's Park with the Lock and Gales our close neighbours and we send uh, our congratulations to them and after the game we spoke to a lot of people and let's hear what they have to say and there was no one better than Mark Berrigan the team captain and what a great uh, acceptance speech he gave 
gave remembered a lot of the people involved in the club, of course, now and in the past, and uh, it was an occasion to save her. And here's Mark with his little daughter Maeve in his arms talking to me in UPMC Nolan Park a couple of hours ago. Congratulations, Mark. To lead a team in a county final to success is, is absolutely incredible. And you were buzzing there because one of the great speeches that's made by a captain here in Nolan Park as well. Well done on that also. Thanks very much, Nicky. Um, I'm just just over the moon. I'm delighted to get the chance to lead all Auckland Gales. Like, you know, I've been around a while and, and Hoagie just said to me at the beginning of the year and I just said, what an honour to lead this team. And I said before the match as well, it's my greatest honour um, to, 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 to be captain, to win a senior championship. You know, I've been lucky enough now, this is my third one, but to win a senior championship as captain. And of this panel of players, Nicky, I'm just over the moon and I'm absolutely thrilled. This was a real tough match. You had to really pull out all the stops to win this match today because as I just said to Jordan Malai, you were meeting the best of the best. Ballyhale, you, not enough words uh, can you describe Ballyhale. What a fantastic club. What a fantastic group of players. Like you, you talk about players that we're going to remember in 50 years' time. They have three or four of them there. You know, and to continue having for such a small club to be doing what, what, what they're doing year in, year out. It was, you know, we knew it was going to take 63, 64 minutes and we stuck at it. And I look at Nicky, I'm just over the moon and I'm just absolutely delighted. And at any stage, did you think the game was slipping away from you? We had a bit of belief, like, you know, we got over Mullinavat by a couple of points, the same against the bridge. Look, we had tough games coming into it, and we knew if we could get there the last couple of minutes, and we got, look, Paddy, what a score at the end to win it. And I just saw him getting the ball, he went out to his left, I said, this is over the bar. Do you know, and I'm just delighted, and we had to stay going. There's no point, Ballyhale, you know, they went two up there coming towards the end, and it didn't look great. But we t- keep d- d- digging in. Everything was so positive on the pitch. No one was giving out to one another. And I think that's been the, just the, the backbone of our success, the togetherness that, that's there. And that was all galvanised by, sta- by uh, Brian Hogan. Absolutely. And when you see half-backs go up and pointing balls near the end of the game, that really gives a fair boost to the attack, doesn't it? Like David, Jordan, like, them lads have been doing it all, all year. Like, you know, and I'm just so, so happy for them. That's their first medal, Nicky. Like, you know, and their first one is always special. Everyone is, but particularly your first, and it's just, it's just brilliant. It's just brilliant. Mark, you're a proud dad with your baby here in front of you, and why wouldn't you? Because this is a day that you'll be able to tell that little child about the day you won and captained him in Northern Park. Absolutely. May have, may have arrived in, in February and added another layer to our lives, but, you know, just absolutely delighted. And we're representing the likes of Maeve, my wife, Katrina, and I know all the players' wives and girlfriends there. Like, it's a huge sacrifice, and I'm, you know, just a lucky one that can I, I can accept the cup on behalf of a great team. Well, Maeve will remember this day when she's older, I've no doubt. Mark, a pleasure to talk to you. Nicky, cheers. Thank you very much. Yeah, what a lovely family occasion. And in the joys of all of that, that little girl will recall that... Uh, well, she won't remember the occasion, but her dad and mam will tell her about the occasion that her dad captained the team in a county final. What a lovely, happy family memory. Uh, for um, Mark Bergen and his family. Well, after the game, I also spoke to the O'Loughlin Gales manager, uh, Brian Hogan, and uh, given his prowess with Kilkenny over the years with O'Loughlin Gales, no better man could be brought in to help steer his club. And it was, as you'll hear at the start of this as well, uh, Brian has achieved a lot off the field as well, including in the past uh, week or so. Didn't want to maybe talk much about it, and neither did I for that matter, but I wanted to acknowledge that there's always more to life than sport as well. Well, Brian Hogan, a hearty congratulations. And on the double this week, because professionally you finished a huge course as well, Brian. So this has been a week to remember for you. Listeners probably don't even know what, what I'm talking about. Tell them very quickly. 
Oh yeah, no, Nicky, I, yeah, I graduated here in a master's sir, early in the week, but to be honest, my mind was elsewhere. It was a grand day, but uh, my, my, my mind was in today here in Owen America. No, it was, but you can't underestimate that's some achievement for you personally, and well done on that. But moving on to the game today, this caps a great period because you worked very hard for the start of the year. You brought great belief to this team, and uh, you had a tough match against the bridge and a tough one today. The team showed great character. Yeah, um, look, there's massive character in this group, I suppose. One of the... One of the reasons I wanted it, you know, I was delighted to take on the role was I knew the calibre of character and the, the lads that were here and, you know, we've been challenged in different ways and I said that to the lads during the year. We were going, you know, if you're going to win a championship, you're going to be challenged, you're going to be asked questions and you need to find the answers. And, you know, right, say from the quarterfinal against Mon Levat and the conditions out in Thomastown, it was a different type of game. It really wasn't a day for a nice hurling, but the lads found the answers. They found the way, same against the bridge, and, and today, equally so, you know, coming down the stretch, we said, you know, we're going to be there, we're going to have the legs, we'll have, you know, we'll ask the questions, and, and, and look, the character again, when the big play needs to be made, you know, who better than Paddy Deacon to come up and get the win in mind? Yeah, it was nip and talk in the second half, level seven or eight times in the game today, so really there was only a puck of a ball in, but maybe when they went two points up, were you starting to have any doubts at that stage? No, I didn't. To be honest, I was so caught up in it, and there was there was loads of time, and we were kept telling the boys. I think at one stage Nigel was roaring in like there's five minutes, there's five minutes. You know, five minutes is a long time in hurling, um, and you know that's how it transpired. And again, keeping that composure, you know, that was the key. Is trying to use the ball well. You know, don't panic, don't start lumping it or shooting from the wrong uh, wrong angles. And I thought we, for the most part, we did that. Um, you know, a couple of occasions where maybe we, we could have t- you know steadied ourselves a bit more but look that's going to happen in these kind of games but no I, I listen I, I fully believed coming down the stretch that we we'd have a we'd have enough in us to give us a, a chance now Shamrocks have been the standard bearers in Kilkenny and around the country for so long and it's not been disrespectful it's actually been really uh, kudos to the Shamrocks because they've led everything for so long and maybe it even means a bit more to beat the, the greatest team club team that Kilkenny has ever had oh listen I, there's massive respect um, I, you know, in the club for Ballyhale Shamrocks they, they have been the standard bears and for so long and I would have played against them and the great teams that they've had and it, it does make it sweeter when you win it um, beating a team of the calibre of the Shamrocks because you know you're beating the best not just the best in Kilkenny but the best in the country and I mean that is massive you know and, and you know people would ask you like is it you know because maybe winning a couple in a row is a bad absolutely not I mean because the quality of their hurling it forces everyone to come up to their standards and you can see there today like well and all we played and the calibre players we, it was still right down to the wire it was still a single score in it they, they were never going to give it up easy you know and we said that to the boys we, we were going to have to go and win it we were going to have to go and take that title if we wanted it and, and uh, finally obviously credit to the mentors as well yourself included you sprung the subs at key times and the subs made a telling contribution here at the end of the day I felt yeah yeah another thing I suppose we've spoken about during the year was our uh, panel of players and it's easy to say that but you know you're carrying the guys and then you're looking for them to make an impact when they come on and to be fair to Conor Kelly and Jamie Ryan they've made an impact every every game they've come on and to have Luke back after a bad injury in the second round of the league was massive and he made a huge impact when he came on his, his ball winning ability and he got a great score as well and yeah that, that again that just helped us keep the intensity that we wanted in the game uh, going down the home stretch well look a Leinster championship for another day we won't even mention it good luck on that and we'll be talking to you along the way Brian look at a wonderful achievement by yourself well done to a lock and gale thanks a million Nicky cheers yeah that was the manager Brian Hogan now we'll take a break and be back with more uh, thoughts from uh, players from Nolan Park in a short while the voice of the black and amber community radio Kilkenny City 88.7 FM Chadwick's sponsoring the Sunday evening talk sport on CRKC 88.7 FM. 
And you're very welcome back to Talk Sport here on Community Radio Kilkenny City County Final Sunday. Now, before we go back to more interviews, just to say that wherever you are, listeners, you are invited uh, to join with uh, Richie Power Senior and Junior, the launch of the book Power, a family memoir, a flesh and blood series from Hero Books. That's being launched in Langtons on this Wednesday night, the 1st of November at 8 o'clock. And uh, no matter where you are, listeners, consider yourself invited. I know the two Richies uh, would love to have you there and the family and the uh, of course everybody else involved which is written by uh, Dermot Keyes in association with the two lads so turn up in Langtons there'll be a host of uh, GA people there you'll hear great stories and a tribute to uh, two guys who have given a huge amount to Kilkenny Hurlers that's Power a family memoir launched in when- on this Wednesday night in Langtons you're invited to attend now back to today in UPMC Lowland Park look we try to get hold of as many as possible to chat and no one played better intriguing battles of course between the couple of defenders from Molochlin Gales and the attackers from uh, Shamrocks was very much uh, very very much a game of intrigue one of the stars of the day as he has been all along is Hugh Lawler Congratulations Hugh great to win at, with your club because the county is for another day but this was great for your club today a brilliant win in, in a great game Ah, super well, yeah. Jeez, we're just delighted to get over the line after a few failed attempts seven years to their last one, so we're just delighted to get over the line. Real tough game. Ebbed and flowed level seven or eight times. There was, this was only going to take a last puck probably to win this one. Look, if you're going to beat Ballyhill in the finals, they're, they're such a good team. You're going to have to go to the well a few times over the 60, 65 minutes, so... Uh, we're just supposed to get over the line. We had to dig deep for that one. We're delighted. And you had to dig deep against Bennis Bridge as well. So there's great character in this uh, team. We, we knew that coming in. We knew all year. When we came back in from Kilkenny, the boys were, were, were training flat out. We knew they had the work done. So it was just uh, all everyone had their shoulder to the wheel and we're just delighted. Did you ever feel at any stage the game was gone from you? No, I don't think so. Because we had such belief in this team that we, we could stay going and that we were fit enough to stay going for the whole thing. So... Even going to go on a few points down, we knew we had enough in us to keep going. Great to see her half-backs coming up there and getting key scores at the end. Something you've been doing all year. Yeah, look, uh, Davey and, and, and Jordy this year have been unbelievable. And Paddy is the same as he always is, top class. So we had huge belief that the boys could go no matter who they were against. And, and they did it again today. Well done, Hugh. Thanks very much. Thank you. Was, uh, full, that was full back Hugh Lawler and uh, the man he was a defender but when it needed to pop a big point over the bar Paddy Deegan was there Paddy Deegan congratulations Paddy an absolutely enthralling game and uh, you really had no right to be going up for that score at the end but by God you showed leadership there ah yeah look I just I, I just kind of trotted up the field there towards the end it was a bit all over the place and the ball fell to me so look I was just on the end of it an amazing game Paddy it ebbed and flowed level I think seven or eight times anyone could have pulled it out there at the end ah yeah look it was a very close game we know we knew what Ballyhale were going to bring they've been there for the last five six seven years so look it's absolutely unbelievable to win it uh, but I'm absolutely delighted for everyone on that panel they, they deserve every bit they're going to get now tonight and a few days and I thought your two subs that come on made a good contribution to be fair at key times absolutely yeah look that was that was a big emphasis there start of the year and throughout the year is the, is the bench and they have been, made an impact there all throughout the year so it was massive yeah not an accident yourself and David Fogarty popped over late points you've been doing it all year it's huge to see halfbacks getting important scores like that ah yeah look myself Jordy and uh, Dave Fordy we do be telling them to give it to the shooters so we're the, uh, we do be slagging the boys who got more scores than them so yes, Paddy go off and celebrate well done yeah, that was Paddy Deegan. I think I might have said two subs. Actually, three subs made important roles there. Uh, started with uh, Conor Kelly. He got a point. Luke Hogan got a point. And Jamie Ryan played an important part as well uh, for O'Loughlin Gales. Well, there was a great battle between Mikey Butler and Adrian Mullen at various times. And Mikey was delighted to win his first county championship medal after the game. 
Well, Mikey Butler, another outstanding performance from you and an outstanding performance from Lachlan Gales. Your first county championship medal, I think it is, Mickey, uh, and, uh, but to win it and maybe to beat the best team around. Uh, well done, Mikey. And uh, what can you recall during the game? Because it's hard to remember things now, at maybe even at this stage. Yeah, thanks, Mickey. Uh, yeah, it's my first uh, senior county medal and I don't have many words, uh, to be honest, to describe it. You know, it's probably the best feeling in the world now I've ever uh, witnessed. Um, you know, just fair play to Paddy Deegan and David Foley and anybody's had, had confidence throw the ball over the bar there near the end. I think Brian Hogan coming in at the start of the year. I mean, you've had great trainers in Niall Bergen and Andy Comfort, but I think Brian probably brought it to another level. And the fact that he delivered all Ireland medals as well, I think that made a lot of you sit up and just listen very much to what he was telling you. Yeah, you know, we all we all respect our management no matter who it is. And, you know, especially when Brian Hogan came in the start of the year, you know, and his management, you know, they've been there before, they've won it all before. and. You know, they just took it to another, another level this year with all the, the stats and all the video analysis and all that, so just fair play to him. You had some right battles there with a couple of your inter-county colleagues, Adrian Mullen and a few of them, but look, today was the day you had to leave the black and amber jersey aside and fight for the green jersey, although at times when you saw the white jersey, at, at times I thought it was a Lachlan Gales we were watching. It was just a bit tricky if you were watching from the sideline, but you had some great battles with your county colleagues there. Yeah, you know, uh, we'd have not more respect for Ballyhale no matter who they are, and... Uh, you know, when, when you're hurling with your club, you know, friends is just put to one side for 60 minutes and, you know, we might have had a few rows and battles during the match, but, you know, after our final whistle, you know, we'd shake hands and have no gallery after Did you ever feel the match was gone for me? Uh, just there for half-time, they got a bit of a run on us, all right, in fairness, but, you know, we, look, luckily enough now, the half-time whistle went, we went in, we, you know, we regrouped, came back out strong as ever. And then near the, near the end of the match then, kind of got a run of us again. And then we introduced Conor Kelly, Luke Hogan, likes of them. And, you know, thankfully we finished a stronger team. Well done, Mikey. Congrats. Thanks, Nicky. Yeah, well done, Mikey. And actually all the Kilkenny lads will be heading off for a few days to New York now after a great year. So probably a great pep in your step when you have a, a county medal uh, to be collected when you come back home. Conor here, he left half forward, big, strong army officer. He played a great part as well. He spoke to me after the game also. Uh, Conor Heary, congratulations Conor that was one tough match uh, geez, it was unbelievably tough Yeah. Um, look I think we knew the whole year that we were building towards this day but we were always I suppose, looking at the, the next match ahead of us but uh, we, were, we were physically prepared there with Mickey Comerford and the rest of the team there that we knew we could do it if we performed today and that's what we did What is it like to be a county champion because uh, it's been seven years long in, the, in terms of maybe O'Loughlin Gale's a big club but uh, what is it like now to be finally county champion finally? Uh, sure, it's been, a, it's been a long seven years like you said like, you know, most of us there were in the crowd you know, too young to even be playing senior hurling so uh, for a lot of us today it's just so special we've been dreaming of it for a long time and obviously Bally Hale they're the best team, club team probably to have ever done it Like so they've always been the ones we've been aiming for and uh, uh, look it's just it's the best feeling in the world now today I thought you showed great character battling to the end because the Shamrocks looked like they were getting ahead of you there but you kept battling, battling, battling Ah uh, yeah and this is just one thing with the Shamrocks they're, just, they're, they're always going to be there right to the end and, but we just knew that if we just kept hurling and kept doing what we've been training to do all year that we'd eventually just get over the lane thankfully we did Talk to me about the importance of Brian Hogan leading you here Asher, he was just unbelievable just from the start of the year and the professionalism from the whole background team not just Brian um, just the professionalism in terms of the setup. It, it was just unbelievable from every training session from the details um, to you know, even the training sessions being sent into the group chats they were just meticulous in the preparation and it's just after showing there today with, with all the work they've done well, good preparation delivers good results. Well done, Connor, and congratulations on your first county title. Thanks very much. Thank you. Yeah, that was Connor here. He left half forward. He made a great contribution all year. And Paddy Butler didn't start hurling today yesterday with a lot of gales. I was a defender at one stage, now an attack, and he's a great servant. And uh, I like Paddy Butler, a great workhorse. You always need someone to do all the, the heavy lifting. He does that regularly for the, the champions. Uh, Paddy Butler, an unsung hero of this team, Paddy, because you do a lot of the you do a lot of the donkey work, Paddy, and uh, maybe you might be prepared to set 
that but I am you must be thrilled to win this final oh yeah absolutely thrilled I suppose I played a lot now of my time in the backs and a couple of years ago they, they asked me to go up into the forwards there try to win a few balls and I suppose it struck too wide today but I threw it around as best I could and uh, look it doesn't bother me now who gets the scores or whatever you know as long as we got over the line and thank God we did you know yourself intriguing match Paddy because it was level for so long it had all the looks of, of extra time about it oh it was yeah it, look it was tit for tat there for a long time I'll be honest with you I thought it was gone from us there, but the boys really dug in, they dug in deep. Deegan came up with a great score. The, the half-back line, our, our best line all year, really stood to the fore. And to be honest yeah, we just worked hard up in the forward line. I know before the game they were always talking about like the Ballahale forwards and our backs. It was going to be a great battle. Like, But we said to ourselves, you know what, we have six forwards. We can we can make the ball talk. And if we just throw it around amongst ourselves, we you know, we get over the line. And thank God we did. You know, We didn't get the goals, but we, did, we got enough scores at the end of the day. And that's all that matters really, isn't it? Yeah, but I think once Brian came on at the start of this year, I think the whole attitude in the club was very positive. He's, Brian Hogan is a leader. He's delivered on the field for club and county. So I'd say you saw from an early stage that there was going to be something different about this year. Oh, 100%. Now, look, that being said, to be fair, Niall Bergen was a superb manager and a superb coach, and Andy Comfort was the same. And Brian just came in and he built in on top of the work that those two boys did. And look, Brian is a gentleman. Look, a lot of us played with Brian. You know, we were there in 2010 and 2016 when we got over the line, and Brian was so key to those teams. And look, he's just—he's—he's he's only out of finished hurling himself not so long ago. So he's got modern methods and modern techniques, you know. And look, the management team he put in there—all serious hurlers for the club, Nigel and Allen, and the two Allens, like absolute servants, unbelievable players for the club. And just really, you know, clever training and just clever insight, super on the line. Like, and you saw the boys that came in off the line today as well, Cheese and uh, Connor Kelly and uh, Jamie Jamie Ryan—they were all superb as well. So it wasn't just a 15-man team. We knew that, you know, if we gave it. 45 minutes those lads were going to come in and they were going to finish the job well done Paddy great to play for yourself thanks for winning to yourselves you do great great work for the journalism around the county so keep thanks going. Paddy Take it. Yeah, well, thanks, Paddy uh, Butler, for those kind words as well as the end. Uh, certainly, in, on the on the day of a county final, when he's lots of other things on his mind, uh, to even say that we we appreciate that, Paddy, and thanks. Jordan Malai was man at the community red Kelly hitting man at the match the last day, and he had a great game again today. Jordan Malai, congratulations! What does it feel like to be a county champion? Cheers, I'm lost for words. I'm actually lost for words. To be honest with you, I never seen this day coming, but luckily, look, we came out on top today. Two years ago, Ballyhale came out on top. Very fortunate, lucky to be here, and look, we're going to make the most of it while we can. Of course, why not? But look, this was a tough physical battle, and all quarter given her are at and like that, and that's just the way county finals have to be played, isn't it? That's it, especially as well when you're playing against Ballyhale. Ballyhale have been the pinnacle for the last seven or eight years. Seven or eight years they have, like they've been the standard club all Ireland's everything. They're worshipped around all of Ireland, and today, look, we just got the lucky breaks, so and look, we came out on top, and we're just. We're thankful for that. And it probably even makes it even better, the fact that you bet the best around, because they have been the best around for a long time, and that's not being disrespectful. You just It probably means more to beat the best. Ah, it does, yeah, it does. Look, beating Ballyhale is something uh, is so, I've never done anyway, senior. This is the first ever time, and it's something special. And, uh, to be honest with you, I, <laughs> I'm lost for words. I really am lost for words. And... Yeah, that's Agar, it. Just, you're a county champion now, so you can bask in that and yeah. no one can take that title from you. That's a great feeling. It's the best feeling I've ever come across my whole entire life. And look, tonight, we're going to enjoy tonight in the next few days. Look, we'll see how we go from there. And you're dead right. Well done, Jordan. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.
Yeah, what a lovely lad, uh, Jordan Malai, and uh, he plays uh, outstanding on the field, consistent all year. Well, another uns- uh, unsung hero for our Lachlan Gales for many, many years has been midfielder Jack Dolan. He bagged two great points in the first half. Jack Dolan, congratulations. Jack, you made a huge contribution there, two brilliant points in the first half, buckets of energy, uh, and you gave it your all there, Jack. You must be thrilled. Yeah, just over the moon now. Just delighted for everyone involved. A lot of hard work over the last number of years, not just this year, and just to get over the line today against the fantastic team in Ballyhale was just unbelievable. unbelievable. Yeah, because for a Lachlan Gale, seven years with such a big club in the city here, it's a long time, and I think there's a bit of relief, but huge excitement now after winning this title. Yeah, unbelievable, unbelievable. There'll be some party for the next couple of days, I tell you that. It's just, it's just great for all the supporters and everyone involved. It's just unbelievable. unbelievable. Well, why wouldn't you party? And those two points you got in the first half yourself, huge contributions, Jack, and uh, for a midfielder to get a brace of points is a fair contribution. Yeah, look at it. I don't know. I, I don't often score all. I just happen to be in the right place at the right time. And, um, and, and a lot of other days, it's been other lads. And look at it. You just swing at when you have the chance. And thankfully, they went over. And as I spoke to some of the other lads there, did you ever feel it was gone from at any stage? Look at it. In the second half, they, they gave us everything as, as we knew they would. And we just battled hard and stayed going, kept the head down. And, Look, we had the belief there that we could get over the line and we just stay going to the final whistle and thankfully we got there in the end. Well done, Jack. Congrats. Thanks a million. Yeah, that was Jack Nolan. Made a great contribution there today as well. Now, a young man playing wing back. He just keeps popping balls over the bar and today he missed one or two towards the end, hit the post. God, you said that's could that be costly? But he showed nerves of steel to come back and bag a crucial point at the end. David Fogarty. David Fogarty, nerves of steel popping over that late point and it showed fair character, Dave, because one hit the post to come back Talk to me about when that one hit the post first. First one hit the post. I suppose we were kind of Nicky nip and tuck there all game and they were pulling. When we got back to one point there, they get another one and go two ahead. And then I probably had the chance to level it and I missed it and I said maybe there was another day. Luckily enough, I got another chance. I put over the bar and then fair play to Paddy Sean, the type of man he is. Came up and got the winner over underneath the new stand there. Fair play to him. Great to see halfbacks. You've been doing that regularly throughout the year. Yourself, Paddy and uh, Jordan Malai popping over key points. Is it something that you work on in training or does it just happen? I uh, know we've been working on it in training, trying to get that overlap. You know, if you get the ball to the half forward line, making runs, I suppose it makes a forward. The forward's last job. What he wants to do is track a back. So if you're tracking for the tracking forward, then it makes the back forward's job fairly hard. So yeah. It's never going to be other than a tight game today and certainly that's the way it turned out. Did you ever feel it was going away from me? I probably did there when I hit the post. I was kind of like, oh God, it's not going to be here today. But thank God, like I said, I got scored and Paddy came up like the man he is and got the winner. Talk to me about what it's like to win your first county senior medal. It's unreal there. We were just talking in the dressing room there before the game and I was saying I was probably, I used to do the water there with Mikey Butler when I was younger and I was probably 15 when they last won it I think and I came down, walking down with likes of Martin Comfort and then the lads that are on the team now, you know, Tony Forrest still and Paddy Deegan, them lads and just you know, since a young age we've been dreaming of getting there and thank God we got over the line today. Yeah, and it's brilliant now what this said. Well done David and go off and celebrate with the lads. Thank you, fair play. Yeah, that was David Fogarty, a great young man as well. Keen Lai was midfielder and he played a great part also. Uh, Keen Lai, congratulations, Keen. A powerful display from yourself at midfield there. That was one hell of a tough battle. Yeah, thanks, Nicky. Oh, it, was a t- it, was a, it was such a hard battle. Uh, look, Bally Hill, they're going for six in a row, you know. We knew we were going to have to give 120% to get there. Look, luckily, we did, you know. You have a little bit of blood coming out of the head, but this was a day where no harm to spill blood when you have the cup gone off. <laughs> but I don't know if that happened in the match now or it was someone that jumped into me when we won, you know. But, uh, look... The body, the body's a bit broke up after that, but look, we got there in the end. Yeah, it was a tough match from start to finish, really, and that's no more than you would expect when two great teams go out to battle. Uh, it is. Look, we we looked up to them, you know. They're they're after winning the last five in a row, you know. And look, we knew we were going to have to uh, give 120% if we were going to beat them, and look, we got there in the end. 
And uh, during the game, did you, were you ever had any doubts about your ability to take it? No, no, I never had any doubts at all. I knew that we put the effort in all all summer. We put the effort in, and I knew I knew we were going to come through in the end there. Yeah, and uh, when it came close to the end, it took a pair of half-backs to get over key points, but you were well used to that all year. Yeah, look, the half-back line is a driving force of our team, you know. They're scoring, uh, they're scoring uh, nearly averaging two points each every game, you know. Well done, Keane, and congrats. Thanks very much, thank you. Yeah, another great performance from Keane Malai. Now, our 11 player that we managed to get hold of, we were flat out trying to get as many opinions from the Lachlan Gales players, and this young man didn't start the game, but as he has done all year, he's made a telling contribution when introduced, Conor Kelly. Well, Conor Kelly, you may not have started the game today, but boy, did you make an impression when you come on, as you have been doing all year. It's not easy set on the sideline, but because you know when you're actually being sprung, they expect something from you. Yeah, it's, it's not easy, boys. It's, it's a panel game these days, it takes... 15, 16, 17 lads every game um, and yeah it's frustrating on the line but you just have to be ready for your chance and when you come on and um, lucky enough today myself and Luke came on got a point each and just kind of injected a bit of energy into the team when we needed it 10 minutes to go there and that's what Brian was hoping you would do and uh, you delivered so and you delivered just before not just today but on other days as well uh, the contribution you made today was, was significant ah yeah happy enough it's, it's a great performance great day for the club there like it's been a long seven years since our last one and I think Ballyhead are going for five or six in a row today like so we had a massive task ahead but just delighted to come out on the right side What does it there. feel like now having your first senior medal? Oh it's unbelievable yeah the first one's a big one there and felt like two years ago we left one behind us there so it's great to go over the line today Well done Connor. Yeah a great contribution Connor Kelly has been making all year and I suppose uh, the bench certainly was a huge factor in the outcome of today's game We're going to take a break and we'll be back after that with uh, with more hurling and uh, well we have nothing on the camogie but we'll have that tomorrow night from IFA uh, but we have from the Leinster Club uh, Junior Football Ladies Championship and we'll have more from Nolan Park later on The Voice of the Black and Amber Community Radio Kilkenny City 88.7 FM. Chadwick's sponsoring the Sunday evening talk sport on CRKC 88.7 FM. And welcome back to the last section of the programme. Yes, where has the six years gone and six years of uh, talk sport? And ironically, I'm going to take a little breather from talk sport for a period now. Pat Tracy takes over this next Sunday. I'll revert to the Friday evening programme. But uh, it doesn't mean we won't have match reports or it doesn't mean I won't be covering matches. We're just taking a little breather on a Sunday evening. It's been hectic now since the beginning of August. But uh, nevertheless. Okay, earlier today, uh, Pat Tracy spoke to Seamus. Kendi Tullahoras Birkin had a huge win in the Leinster Club Junior Hurling Championship as we expected here's how that chat went uh, the final score was 6.19 to 1.7 ok and he led all the way how, how did it develop uh, look at Tullahor and Wicklow Tullahor or Kenny Hurling and Wicklow Hurling are just two different standards the standard of Wicklow will be just probably similar to Junior B here but Tullahor were superior at all time they were um, look at at half time to four thirteen to one four. The game it was practically over the game, but there were some great performances by some of the Tullaher lads. But you couldn't rate this, and you couldn't go by it. I mean, the next day we're up against Colt Shanahoe, which would be a leash team, and it'd have to be a lot stronger. But you couldn't take this as um, a big winner, Anton, by any means, because it was a different level to standard of hurling. Yeah, and um, you got, you came away without any injuries. Yeah, thanks be to God. Um, that was probably our biggest goal, was to come away injury-free. Um, especially like when you're going to head into the quarter-final now of the Leinsters. Yeah. Danny Glennon helped himself to a hat-trick. Oh, look at He was just so fast inside and... Um, he was first to the ball every time and he 
took three goals out and he had his job done, you know. But listen, equally, Marty Murphy, Keane O'Donoghue, Walter Welch, they were all on they were all in top gear, they were. But again, as I say, you were again a different type of team. Um, I'd say from here on, the standard is going to be raised a lot higher. Yeah, that was Pat Tracy and uh, Seamus Kennedy on that big win for uh, Tullerday. Now play Colch and Aho in the next round. The Leinster Ladies Gaelic Football uh, quarterfinal took place yesterday. That's the junior between Muckley and Gusseran. Here's Paddy Kelly's report. Muckley and Gusseran from Wexford met in the Ladies Junior Leinster Football Champions in Muckley in near perfect conditions on Saturday. And Muckley's Leinster journey ended when they lost to Gusseran on a scoreline of 2 9 to Muckley's 8 points. It was Gus Aran who started brightly with a point from a free from Fiona Ryan corner forward in the first minute. Gus Aran further increased their score in the second minute when Eva Cullen pointed another free. This early pressure by Gus Aran continued who was running at the Muckley defence and was causing them problems. And after some build-up play by Abby Huisi and Fiona Ryan fed the ball to Eva Cullen who pointed from 20 yards and increased their lead to 3 points to Gus Aran to no score Muckley with 4 minutes gone. Muckalee steadied the ship when awarded a free in the fifth minute. Muckalee's Kate Porcel pointed their first score on the board. Gusseran responded immediately when their direct full forward, Ashing Murphy, pointed from play after some good build-up play. Then it was Muckalee who played the pressure. Katie Porcel pointed from play after some good passing from Becky Roach and Hazel Moore to set up the score. Katie Porcel got on the scoreboard again in the tenth minute when Ellen Lawler ran at the Gusseran defence and passed to Katie to score from play. Gusseran four points, Muckalee three points. Muckley level matters when the forward unit applied constant pressure and it was awarded a free and Katie Porcel pointed in the 13th minute. Muckley's Alan Lawler pointed from play after the score was worked through the lines of defence to the half forward line and recycled to Lawler who took the score on the run. But Gus Aran rested back control in the 23rd minute when Abby Whitty fielded a high ball and passed to Eva Cullen who drew the Muckley defence and passed to corner forward Fiona Ryan who stuck the ball in the back of the Muckley net despite the close attention of Aideen Cody. Muckalee responded immediately with a point from play by Kate Porcel. These were the last scores in the first half by both sides as both defenders working hard to keep scores at bay. It was enthralling to watch the midfield battle of uh, Gusseran's Ashling Ryan and Eva Ryan going toe-to-toe with Kelly Comfort and Ellen Lawler as both teams trying to gain the upper hand. Muckalee had a chance to level matters when awarded a free on the stroke of half-time but the raider was a little amiss and was driven wide leaving the score at Gusseran 1-4 to Muckalee 6 points at half-time. Muckalee had keeper Laura Tynan to thank, who made two saves, one in the 20th minute and one later in the half to ensure there was only the bare minimum in the half. Gusseran further increased the lead with two frees in the 33rd and 36th minute from the ever-reliable Eva Cullen. Scores were hard to come by in the second half, but it was Gusseran who contained the Muckalee forwards despite their best efforts. Gusseran had their own chances and Muckalee Laura Tynan came to the rescue in the 49th minute when Eva Cullen and Kira Ryan combined brought out the best in her to keep Muckalee in the game. A couple of misfrees and overcarrying at times cost Muckalee momentum, with the referee being a bit overfussy in the decisions. Gusseran main player Eva Cullen pointed into 52nd and 54th minute from freeze to further the lead for Gusseran, 1-8 to 6 points, Muckalee. Muckalee eventually got a score in the second half when in the 56th minute, a point from play by Casey Purcell after sterling work by Edwina Keane and Kelly Comfort being the supply chain. In the 59th minute, Muckalee had a great chance when sub Shona Rowan, a sub for Sarah Brennan, collected the ball from about 20 yards and bore down on the Gusseran goal and pointed 
and maybe if she pushed on she could have got a goal but was under pressure from Gusaran's fullback Amanda Power it was Mokali's last real chance and with them pushing forward it was Gusaran who countered when working the ball through the lines and it was the dangerous full forward Ashley Murphy who dispatched Cooley into the back of the Mokali net to put the icing on the cake for the Wexford outfit in the 61st minute Mokali pushed on in injury time but ran out of time to make any impact on the scoreboard with it finishing Gusaran 2-9 to Mokali 8 points Mukali was missing star forward Katie Nolan who was out of the country at the moment and with the squad depleted by injuries credit to the Mukali team who fought to the end but it was the fluency of the previous game deserting them and were hesitant on occasions and this cost them scores on the day. The Mukali club can be proud of their display on the day and over the last two years and have caused a few upsets along the way. Mukali had many fine displays on the day. Laura Tynan goalkeeper, backs Edwina Keane, Claude Hanlon, Arla Moore, midfields and captain Kelly Comfort, who was a tour de force during the match, with sidekick Ellen Lawler assisting with a fine display. Forwards Kate Purcell, Hazel Moore, and Sarah Corcoran gave their all on the day. Gusan are sick outfits, and their journey continues in the Leinster Junior Ladies Football Championship and meet St. Bridges of Carlow in the next round. This is Paddy Kelly for Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. And our thanks to Paddy the Dub there, and uh, our colleague, the big fellas listening from afar. Glad you enjoyed those interviews, Seamus. Keep safe. I spoke to the team mentors after the game, Eamon Kent from Gusaran and Pat McDowell from Muckalee. Eamon Kent, one of the uh, mentors with uh, Gusaran. Congratulations, Eamon. The best team won that match, no question about it. But you got a very decent challenge from the Muckalee yeah, I, I, I don't, you know, best team maybe won, but very close game. And at one stage there, I think it could have went either way. So very good game to watch, I think, as a spectator. Maybe not as a manager or a mentor, but good, good game, good game football. Conditions were good. Pitches in good nick, considering what, what rain we've had, we've had all, all, all the last week. But yeah, good game. I think probably a lot of it was down to the fact that perhaps you've had more football behind you. Mukali had a very easy run through Kikendi. They're very much the dominant team here. And although they beat Hatlon last week, you probably have more football built up. And you could see that the way you're moving the ball around the field. Yeah, I suppose maybe, certainly this time last week, we had maybe, there we say, too much football. We, we had a 41-hour turnaround on a county final to a, a county final replay to um, a Leinster preliminary last Saturday. So definitely this week we were a bit fresher. Uh, gave us a little bit longer to, to kind of get ready for today. But yeah. Yeah. again girls dug in when they had to challenge was put up to them and you know so, some of them just stood up today and just, just got on with it yeah and of course you knew from last year Muckley got to the final last year so you weren't going to take anything for granted now they were down a couple of key players but that aside you weren't coming up here and expecting a simple a simple game here no look we're in a it's a Leinster a Leinster quarter final um we knew the quality of Muckley. they've been around the Leinster finals Leinster semis for the last couple of years you know knocking county championships out with Kilkenny we knew the, the, the challenge that was going to come up here we knew we had to bring our A game and I suppose for the first half we frustrated ourselves maybe we didn't bring our f- proper full game but we kind of got going in the second half had a, had a good chat and a good good, good kind of get together at half time and we kind of come out more like ourselves in the second half Well Pat McDowell manager of Muckley the journey is a bit shorter this year Pat and I don't think you can have any complaints the better team won today I'm afraid Unfortunately, Nicky, you know, no, we didn't, we didn't do our stuff today. We didn't play as well as we can play. We never got going, really. You know that. Kind of but to be fair to you, you were down to Del Conan and Katie Nolan from last year, and a couple of more players, and they were obviously very prominent last year. To be without them was a big disadvantage. It was, Nicky, but look, we have a big squad up here, and 
every girl is the same as importance now look at I suppose what you're saying is they're key players yeah Peter Peel is swallowing out at the moment sorry I don't listen we didn't play our football today we just didn't play our football Nicky yeah, and you, look, you had a few chances from uh, freeze there as well that possibly you'll be disappointed with yeah yeah but sure, look at free takers a dirty place isn't it if it goes over last week they all went over this week they didn't and what do you say like it's a it's a lonely place and they don't go over Nicky it's like a goalkeeper really they probably got their first goal from our free in the half in the half hour line look it's a cliche you can blame a riff and all that but I didn't think she was great now today she was you can't say much but the hold up play was shocking like you know shocking I thought and the pad I suppose I said to the guys from Gus around there they have a more competitive championship down there you really have an, an easy run enough run in Kilkenny you need more games if you could get more games like you're getting today to bring this team on unfortunately that's just the way it is in, in Kilkenny ladies football well, sure, look, at that's up to the county board and teams to get more teams in and get more teams up and running and get more competitive games. Like, like we ran through the championship this year. I think the closest team was the county final at 16 points. It's, it's no good when it comes out here today. They're three times county champions. They're great girls. I'd have not any admiration for them. We saw them at halftime. Whatever happens, happens. Go out and die with your boots on. I think they did, to be fair. Yeah, we do need more competitive games. We do. And you can get all the challenge matches you like. It's not the same thing. It's not look, Pat, hard luck and uh, look, let the journey begin again next year. Thanks a million, Nicky, and thank you very much. Cheers. Yeah, hard luck to Muckley. Just some other games played over the weekend here. Of course, we had the two uh, uh, two big Camogie matches at, at Classic down in uh, Nesteague today. Rory Nesteague won 13, Buffers Alley won 11 in the Leinster Media Club Championship after extra time. And in the Junior County Final yesterday, Bennis Bridges unlocked 16 points, Greg Demand at 2-2. All will be, Aoife Lanning will have all the details uh, tomorrow night. County Finals played around the country. St. Thomas is 2-12, Turlockmore won 13, Thomas is still there in Galway. Kiladangan late goal, 121, Thurley Sarsfields won 20. A one point win in Tipperary in Dublin. A huge win for Nafina over Ballyboard and St. Endes. 219 uh, to 9 points in Kilkenny. Under 21 victories for um, Tullerone over St. Blacks and Whites and uh, St. Patrick's over Barra Rangers. A success in the under 13 uh, for the Dance Fort boys in the 13th side over St. Martins. And uh, Dance Fort again retained their senior status in football. 1 7 to 08 over Muckalee. First time Muckalee will be playing in the Intermediate Championship on. Um, basketball no joy for Marble City Hawks in Killarney they lost 80-48 in uh, soccer division 1 Freshford Town nil Ormond Villa 2 Evergreen B5 Tullerone nil Castle Warren Celtic 3 River Angels uh, nil uh, division 2 Thomastown B2 East End 2 New Park 3 Spa 2 Evergreen 46 nil Dean Celtic B5 Highview Athletic B4 St John's FC 5 in women's um, the Credit Union Shield, Lions 7, New Park 2, Thomastown 3, Mill Celtic 4, FAI Junior Cup, Callan United 0, Fort Celtic 4. And uh, what else have we got here? Yes, now we go back to today to Nolan Park. We spoke to Michael Verney of the Irish Independent. Uh, Michael Verney, a, a great game, Michael. Finished and a, a really classic finish. How did you see it? I said it to one of my colleagues, I said if Lockton's are going to win it, I think it's an awfully 82 job. The time to go ahead is at the very, very end when Ballyhale can't strike back. And in fairness, the coolness and know-how that Ballyhale have shown down the home stretch in all their games, Lockton's had that today. It was amazing, really. And it must have been, that must have required incredible work behind the scenes to get that belief, get that coolness down the home straight. And 
Jesus, it was some finale, wasn't it? It was frantic. There was balls dropped short. There was freeze missed that you'd never see missed. There was all sorts of chances. And uh, well, Lockton's came out on top and pulled it and stuff. Yeah, just a fantastic game. A great advertisement for, for the club championships. Yeah, and the dis- maybe the disappointing thing was that there was no television here, Barrett Clubber, to watch it. And, uh, you know, this was, this was a great game. And look, some others made that decision. But the players dish up a, a, a great game. Exciting, intriguing all through. Literally seven or eight times level. That that's best how you can summarise that game yeah it was brilliant from an Lachlan's point of view I think they came out with the mindset that we are not going to concede a goal and we will do whatever we have to do to not concede a goal and you saw Valley Hale were I suppose a tad clinical against Dixborough at the tail end of that quarter final game and O'Loughlin's were, I think Pat Hoban describes what he said, clinically, clinically something he said anyway, it was, it was clinically cynical, I think he said. And that's what, that's what it was. They just had it in their heads that they weren't going to concede that. And, and uh, I know the likes of Mikey Butler maybe wasn't on a load of ball today, but Adrian Mullen didn't dictate the game like he had before. Um, and for Paddy Deegan, like, I suppose I was just chatting him there, he just he took a gamble, I suppose, and he, he was nearly going to end up at the back of the stand. He was going to hit off that left-hand side regardless, and he's the hero now tonight, but geez, there was heroes all over the field for O'Loughlin. Absolutely, and I suppose, look, a TJ missed a free there in late enough in the game that would have put him two points up, uh, and he was still a key man for them. But, you know, they managed them generally overall pretty well, Lachlan's, and they got their matchups decent enough today. They did, yeah. Probably not too many people would have said that Mikey would end up maybe out half hour nearly at different stages that's the, that's the way it was that Tony Forrestal picking up uh, Colin at times as well because I think he did well in them in the final two years ago as well they got the matchups right but they got, they got a hell of a lot right and they had the bench Luke Hogan came in and got a great point Conor Kelly came in and got a great point and I think finally you know the absence of Joey Holden Joey Cuddy Darren Mullen uh, Brian Cody etc finally came home to roost the legs were weary at the end and they just didn't have anybody really to bring in or made the decision not to bring in anyone whereas the lockdowns got that kick off the bench and gave them oxygen absolutely thanks Michael cheers thank you. yeah that was Michael Verney of the Irish Independent uh, now before we finish up the programme just to say that I'm not here uh, next Sunday technical breeder from uh, TalkSport on a Sunday evening but I will be in on Friday night on uh, TalkSport on Friday evening Pat will be in here but we'll still continue to give all the reports I'll be going to the matches and all of that just uh, just need to take a little break after the hectic time we've had since uh, August with uh, so many games we've covered over 400 games this year uh, don't forget Wednesday night in Langton you're all invited to the launch of Power the Family Memoir the Richie Senior and Junior book launch and uh, I'd want to tomorrow night we're hoping to be live from uh, O'Loughlin Gales with uh, Kieran Neri and the uh, TC Towers World of Gaelic Games so we'll have a lot a lot more on this final tomorrow night our panel will review what happened and all the intrigue that went on there but I just want to thank all our contributors over the, the Sundays now particularly since uh, the beginning of August it has been hectic but I won't be gone anywhere not too far I'll be around until then Tommy Dowd next Slot of Spanacht